0: Harry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 60, Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about political strategy. Well, we are in the midst of presidential election season, and everybody's talking about Trump and Hillary and Gary Johnson, maybe to a lesser degree, but all talk seems to focus around what's going on with the presidential election and what's going on in Washington, D.C., and I just get so tired of that. In fact, I wrote an article that I published on my website, michaelmeharry.com, yesterday, titled more madison less tea party fundraising kind of jumping off uh, i I get these emails just about every day or at least every other day from from the tea party patriots which i don't know that they're really representative of the tea party i I mean the tea party is kind of this decentralized phenomenon but this is the organization that kind of co-opted the tea party name and, and turned it into an establishment fundraising apparatus So they send me these things, and and every day it's it's about how I need to send them money so they can fight this or that thing that's going on in Washington, D.C. This particular email was about the Supreme Court, and and they said, Our constitutional rights are in jeopardy if a conservative isn't nominated and approved to fill former Justice Antonin Scalia's shoes on the Supreme Court. I'm like, what? Our constitutional rights are in jeopardy? Uh, Dude, that ship sailed a long time ago, right? I mean— it's just it's just ridiculous, but that's that's the way it is in America today. Everything focuses on Washington D.C. inside the Beltway politics, and and I don't think that that's a good approach at all. And I make that case in this article specifically dealing with the Supreme Court, but I think it's a general principle that if you really want to solve America's problems, you're not going to do it in Washington D.C. because Washington D.C. is america's problem that's the root of the whole thing and the system is broken and i use this analogy i use it when i speak and i used it in this article you know changing out the president or changing out supreme court justices or changing out your congressman it's like putting a new driver in the broken down car that's sitting in your driveway you know you can you can put the best driver in the world in there it's not going to matter the thing doesn't run and that's the situation we have in the united states now at least as far as the federal government goes So I wanted to talk a little bit today about political strategy, uh, especially for those of us who care about political decentralization and that care about the constitutional foundation that the United States was built on. One of the things that kind of got me thinking about this, this whole idea of political strategy was a comment that this guy put on my Facebook page. It was on an article about the Constitution, and this guy said, Libertarians are anti federalists. We're for the Articles of Confederation, not the Constitution. And uh, I thought that was an interesting comment. Kind of irrelevant because, well, we don't really have a choice between the Articles of Confederation and the Constitution anymore. So, you know, I understand the guy's point. And uh, he was saying that the Articles of Confederation would have given us a vastly more limited government and the Constitution. Uh, Has allowed the federal government to grow, and you know certainly I'm sympathetic with the anti-federalist position. When you look at some of the writings of people like Patrick Henry and others that opposed the Constitution, it's almost like they were prophets. You see the the predictions they made about how federal power would expand. But the fact of the matter is, again, that ship sailed a long time ago, and we don't have an Articles of Confederation. We're never going to get back to that. So surely focusing on the constitution as it was intended and as it still should be in effect would be a drastic improvement over the overreaching government that we have today but there's this idea of of you know sticking to principle I'm all about principle, believe me. And I think most of you that listen to this show regularly know that. But you know, Murray Rothbard had a quote, and I think this is very apropos. He said, libertarians must come to realize that parroting ultimate principles is not enough for coping with the real world. And the real world that we live in today has nothing to do with the Articles of Confederation. We can't get those back. The world we live in today at least in the United States, is dictated by the Constitution. Now, we do have some tools within that constitutional structure that we can use to limit federal power. But that brings us to strategy. You have to have good strategy. And the strategy that most Americans take toward politics is what I called in my book, Our Last Hope, Rediscovering the Lost Path to Liberty. The strategy is like the lawnmower method of politics. And by that, I mean, in the summertime, I live in Kentucky. So in the summertime, about once a week, I have to go out and mow my grass. So I walk around in circles for an hour and a half and I trim my grass and I weed eat. And and when I'm done, the grass looks absolutely beautiful. Well, as beautiful as a lawn of weeds can look, right? But it looks nice. It looks good. And then after a couple days, it starts getting shaggy and looking a little bit rougher. And then by the time we get to the next week, I'm back to square one and I have to mow it again. Now, if I really wanted to, to change the character of my lawn, I wouldn't mow it. I would tear out the grass and put in something different. That's the only way you can keep the grass from growing. So Americans have this lawnmower approach to politics. They trim off the top of the grass every three or four years or two or four years in an election. And then within really days, we're back to where we were before. So what do we do in America? How do we approach politics in America? Well, basically it's this. Kick the bums out, sue in federal court, and sign a petition. That's basically how Americans approach politics. Every 4 years we get in this giant horse race about who's going to be the next president. You know, is it going to be Trump or is it going to be Hillary or is it going to be Romney or is it going to be Obama? And you know, at the end of the day, does it really matter? I mean, really. If you look at the at the Operation of the federal government? Is it really going to change all that much based on who is in the White House? You know, you look at the poor Obama supporters that were anti war and and they hated Bush because, you know, Bush was lying us into war and there was all this anti war movement during the Bush administration. And then we got Obama and he does the exact same wars. He's arguably worse than Obama was. Didn't change anything. His hope and change was nothing. In fact, there's not a whole lot of difference fundamentally, between the Obama administration and the Bush administration. That's just the reality of it. And my friend, Michael Bolden, the executive director of the Tenth Amendment Center, he he said this during the election cycle uh, last time around. He said, look, no matter who is elected in one year after the inauguration, no matter who it is, the federal government will be more powerful and it will be more in debt and it will be violating your rights more than it was a year ago, no matter who takes office. So why do we focus so much on federal politics? It is a waste of time. In fact, Michael Bolton used to say, never call the 202 area code. And I used to think that was extreme, and I'm really beginning to think that might not be such a bad idea. Let's just pretend DC doesn't exist. Well, then that raises the question, what in the world are you going to do, Mike? Well, the focus needs to be at the state and local level. That's where you can make real change. Consider this. In 2008, candidates and political parties and in special interests spent $5.3 billion in the presidential race. I can't even imagine what the 10th Amendment Center could do with a couple hundred thousand dollars, much less $5.3 billion. That's $5.3 billion wasted on a president. We need to focus on our state and our local governments. You have much more control over those folks. Those folks are much more likely to listen to what you have to say than some congressman and certainly some president or Supreme Court justice. Stop worrying about Washington, D.C. Change will come from the bottom up. As Brian McClanahan says, think local, act local. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I appreciate you tuning into the show. If you enjoyed it, please do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And if you haven't done it already, please subscribe to the show for free at iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next week.